0: Welcome to Pint 78. I'm your host and one half of Team Cool Dads, Josh Stanton, joined by my co-host and the other half of Team Cool Dads, the director, Jack McMullen. What's going on, Jack? What's going on, brother? Chilling. Listen, it is Pint Saturdays. Are you prepared for this episode? I am. I think so. The best of my ability, bro. Listen. I believe in you, Jack, and I think this is going to be an absolutely phenomenal episode. We had about 7,000 different things drop this week in the sports world. I mean, I think off the
1: top of my head, the biggest thing is the GOAT retiring. Man, how crazy was that? The GOAT retiring. That was nuts. That was sort of out of left field. I mean, kind of anticipate him potentially retiring, but for it just to drop on a random Wednesday, yeah, I wasn't ready for that. So, yeah, that was a surprise. Absolutely insane, man. Absolutely insane. We also –
0: I mean – we heard that Jeremy actually has a girlfriend. Like, where did that come from? <laughs> Girls actually like him? Like, I mean, yeah. what's going on, man? Some crazy news today. That was a bigger surprise than uh, the goat actually retiring. Yep. There will be an Instagram post coming up. Is Jeremy Singh, did he make up this girlfriend or does he exist? That's <laughs> that definitely, funny. Uh, doing the uh tail move on us. We got we got to see if this girl actually exists. We don't know, but we're going to find out. Yeah. All right, brother, you ready to hop on these toppings? Let's get it. All right, let's get it. All right, first, topping up. Well, first of all, I want to ask you this question, Jack. I did see on Twitter um, that your go-to actor, Dave Bautista, um, first of all, is this a serious comment that he made about doing basically love movies, and is he not attractive enough, or was he making this as a joke?
1: I I think he's trying to make a joke that he doesn't do enough of, like, rom-coms, and he thinks it's because he's not attractive enough, and I would have to agree. I think they... They probably they're probably looking for a different type of actor for a rom com, not like a big tatted muscular, like kind of rough around the edges kind of guy. You know what I mean? Yeah, I think uh, I think he's a big beautiful dude. I think he my man fried like himself though. It was hilarious.
0: Yeah, when I when I read the tweet, I was like, I, I don't feel like he's being serious right here. I think that right? he is. Um, uh, he's definitely joking, but it's still pretty funny. Oh, it's, it's super funny.
1: My man said he's not attractive enough to be in rom coms. So funny. Jack, would you consider yourself
0: attractive enough to be in rom-coms?
1: Oh, yeah, for sure. I would star as Josh. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Hey, yeah, you are one good-looking dude, right? A little softer on the edges now than you were a few years back, but that's (laughs) not going to change here
1: with what these Team Cool Dads are rolling out. (laughs) Yeah, relax. Hey, For everybody out there, the boys taking a little break from the pints, uh, had a couple pair of jeans that didn't fit me over the weekend, got a little self-conscious and said, Jack, you got to cut back on the pints, bro. It's getting a little out of control. A little like,
0: which, what's even better is I, um, so on Sundays, I do a, I do a basically no phones, right? I'm just completely disconnected, um, on Sundays. And, uh, I, 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 I hopped on my phone specifically. I was like, hey, I got to break the rule for a minute. I got I to gotta text Jack about the pants that I put on. So I was put on some pants to go to church. Um, I put them on and I'm like, whew, these Bentleys feel tight. And it's not really, it's more around like the butt, dude. It's like Big Daddy's hips got a little big. So I go and I go and ask Jean, I was like, do these look aggressively tight? And she's like, yeah, they're tight around the butt. And uh, the next next question is though, Jack, did I change or did I wear them to church?
1: Oh, you brought them to church. You probably didn't have any pants to change into. Brother, I
0: had pants to change into, but I absolutely wore them to church, and I didn't even wear a belt.
1: Did you split at the bottom? No splits, but –
0: (laughs) no splits, but, dude, they were – they were a little tight. I was a little questionable for uh, for some areas down there with how tight they were. But hey, listen, we made it, brother. And um, when I walked by the mirror tonight, I'm currently in penguin uh, pants right now, PJs with a with a t shirt on, right. And I had a little flex in the mirror. I was like, okay, big daddy looks pretty good as upper body. Been, been throwing the weights around, but yeah, we're gonna we're gonna tighten up this lower half and and, and get on the diet uh, as well. So, the boy. Let's do it, baby. All right. First topping of the night, Bad Boys 4 is in the works. Uh, I don't know if you guys saw on Twitter, but there was a video where Will Smith drives over to Martin Lawrence's house. Um, Will Smith looks old. Martin Lawrence looks 117.
1: Jack, what what are we thinking about this movie? I mean, I didn't even know there was a Bad Boys 3, so that's how I'm feeling about it.
0: Dude, I'm so weak right now because I literally Googled Bad Boys 3 because like, I feel like there was a Bad Boys that came out before the 4th. I was like, I only know about the 2. There's got to be a 3. I don't right. think I've seen it. It came out in 2020. I don't think I saw it.
1: Yeah, I never saw it, bro. I'd be lying if I said I saw it. I've never seen it. I didn't even know it existed till I saw the the till I saw the Twitter video of them talking about Bad Boys Four. So I had no idea, bro.
0: I mean, with with his hype as as Will Smith made that video, you would think that it was gonna be Bad Boys Three. Like this is them coming back after like twenty years, you know?
1: Yeah, and yeah. So I mean, I'm I not. Be- I'm not I'll... super excited for the film. I mean, it is what it is. I maybe it'll be good. I don't know. Bad Boys 3, though. I might have to peep that first.
0: Yeah, that's what I was thinking. And and I wanted to be like, Big Willie, you came out with a movie 400 days ago. Like, relax.
1: Yeah, for real, man. Plus, after my man smacked What's-His-Name, I don't know. I have a hard time vibing with Will Smith now. Yeah, that was that was uh, definitely not something I would have suggested, right? When he smacked Chris Rock, I kind of got off the Will Smith train. The Will Smith train stopped at a halt, and Jack McMillan was gone. The boy departed off the train.
0: Departed off the train. Jack, let me ask you a question. Does it mean that I'm a little chubby on my legs when I have knee sweat right now behind my uh, knees because they were crunched up? Or is that natural? How long have they been crunched up? For like five minutes? Yeah, that makes you a little chubby. Ten minutes, man. Whew, feeling a little, feeling a little toasty behind the back of the legs. The boy. All right, let's let's roll into this second topping, man. We got some good laughs already tonight, bro. This pint has almost gone sideways, but we're keeping it on the tracks. All right, second topping of the night. Jordan Brand has earned Nike nineteen billion dollars over the last five years. Jack, how awesome is that? That's a ton of money, man.
1: That's more money than I'll ever see in my lifetime. Hey, don't don't sell yourself short, Jack. Hey, that's a lot of money, man. That's, that's too much money.
0: I could see you inventing one minute abs though. Like that could take off, dude. Like one minute abs.
1: Think about it. I think I could probably do that.
0: Or you create, you know, your own Jordan brand. Uh, and you name it after your, your little dude and call it Jackson. I'm just saying, dude. <laughs> Jackson. Uh, the, the opportunities Jackson are class. endless. And you literally have, and you have a little toddler dunking uh dunking instead that of
1: Jordan,
0: actually, right oh right as, as i'm saying i'm like that actually sounds kind of cool like, right. I'm,
1: like, I'm not making a billion dollars off that idea i'm sorry
0: <laughs> you might make you know a billion minus you know you might a make billion. A 19, 19 billion minus you know 18 billion i might go in,
1: and... i might go a billion in debt with that idea
0: it's true man but it'd be pretty cool <laughs>
1: <sighs> it'd be pretty cool man all right, third, third topic
0: of the night uh, Netflix has introduced their Anti-password sharing method Once every 31 days your device must log in At your home Wi-Fi network or your account Will be blocked, Jack, you heard it here first We know what's going to happen and we're not Going to fall for this because one, I don't have Netflix and two, you don't share it anyway, So it's not going to affect us But For those people out there that share passwords Every 31 days you might have to drive over to that Person's house, log in on their Wi-Fi And then go
1: back home <laughs> Yeah, I don't. I don't share the password, man. And I pay my bills. Hey, question for you: What's your favorite Jordan?
0: Ooh, so it would be the my favorite Jordans. I would definitely have to say um, that I've only owned one pair of Jordans in my entire life, and it was the Westbrook's. Uh, but my favorite Jordan at this point in my entire life um, would be any Jordan, uh, the Jordan Fs, definitely by far the best. I and I really like the colorways of them.
1: Okay. Okay. I forgot about you having the Westbrooks. That explains your jump shot. Hey,
0: do you do you know what the Jordan Fs are? Do you hear me? Yeah, you talk about a jump shot, which I, I, I block you out now when you talk about that silky smooth move. You got some fake Jordans or something? What's the Jordan Fs? The Jordan Freeze, brother, because I don't buy Jordans because I don't have any money. So uh, yeah, You can Jordans have a favorite aren't... without buying them. Well, yeah, Jack, well, you got to think about it. I don't know which ones. I haven't seen a pair of Jordans and what ones have come out. Um, actually, I take that back, so I'd probably say – Um, I don't even know, man. I guess the 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 red and black old school ones would be my. I can't think of the name of them. What are they? Red and black uh, old school ones. What would those be called? The Jordan ones? Those are the Jordan or the Oreos. I like the Oreos. Yeah, but which which number? I don't know, man. You're asking me too many questions. You're the you're the Jordan King. You know all this. (laughs) My man said the red and black ones. I think he played a... for the Chicago Bulls. Like, every every colorway was red and black. No, dude, it's the, um, <laughs> I forget what it's called. It's like the vintage ones. Yeah, all... you're talking about the ones. The ones, yeah, the Jordan ones. The very first pair. Yeah, gotcha. the very first pair.
1: Okay, no doubt. What are uh, yours? Um, I like the ones. Uh, those, those are dope. But uh, mine have always been the Space Jams, and those would be the Jordan 11s.
0: Oh, nice. I like it, man. It's pretty From cool, that. dude. From the Space Jam movie. You have no idea what those are. I have no clue, but I'm giving you credit for it, fam. Were you around in the '90s? Yeah, dude, I was around in the '90s, and I could, if I saw him I'd recognize them, but I can't think it off the top of my head. You know, I have a terrible memory. I don't think you're around in the '90s, brother. I absolutely yeah. was around in the. My man said you're actually, a boomer,
1: aren't you? I, can I was tell You're,
0: you're what? You're, you're acting like a boomer right now. I was waiting for you to be like, you're probably right. My man said he liked the red and black ones. <laughs> <laughs> The red and black ones. No kidding. <laughs> Listen, man. You can hate the player, but you can't he hate the player for the Chicago Bulls. They're all red and black. Listen, Jack, I'm giving it my all right now, and you're absolutely destroying me. <laughs> and then his next favorite pair were the Westbrooks. It wasn't even a pair that Jordan wore. I know. I have no clue. My That's man. the only pair of Jordans I've ever worn, man. I didn't ask you your favorite pair you ever purchased. That would only be one pair, according to you. <laughs> I asked you which ones were your favorite. How many pairs of Jordans have you owned over your lifetime? Um,
1: I don't know, like 15, 20. Do you, how many
0: pairs do you own right now?
1: Probably like 15.
0: Oh, do you, you have them also? Yeah, I have both my Jays. Oh, that's pretty cool, man. Yeah, I mean,
1: come on, man. I'm sneakerhead. You just don't know it. You, you can't tell tired.
0: by me wearing my Vans all the time. I know, right? We wear the same shoes. Ever. I got a ton of shoes, too. I just wear none of them. Yeah, for sure. That's awesome, man. Hey, those are the topics for the night, man. And I'm glad that we learned one thing here. Josh knows nothing about Jordans. Absolutely. No research. No.
1: (laughs) I legit said, hey, be prepared to tell me what your favorite Jordan is. I didn't say be prepared to tell me what your favorite Jordan that you bought was.
0: <laughs> no, you said you
1: said no problem, bro. I got
0: you. Well, yeah, I was being sarcastic because my answer was going to be the free ones because I I don't own it. I don't buy I don't buy Jordans. It was going to oh. be a joke, and then I just never said the joke, and then it went sideways, and then we went down a rabbit hole of me looking like I was unprepared. That's what happened.
1: Yeah, yeah, I wasn't asking you like which ones you would buy or or have bought. And I'm asking you like when you're a kid watching Jordan play, you didn't have a favorite pair that he wore? No, dude, I didn't that's right you're from pensacola this makes sense
0: yeah I, you gotta you gotta remember where i grew up man like we didn't really have tv like there was a lot of things in pensacola man so you gotta you gotta remember these things that was an that was an outlier town man we still went to the water we still had a uh, community water where we would go up the road and put it in buckets and bring it back to the house yeah you wore sparing <laughs> growing up didn't you what'd you say you were sparing growing up didn't you oh dude you know i had some sparries when i was younger you had the spary 1s, 2s, 3s. Dude, when I was growing up, I was an Ashpagosh kind of kid. Let's go. My man said the red and black ones. That's the old school. Huh? the old school. Oh, man. That are red and black. Oh. oh. Joshua. What's up? <laughs> my man said Joshua. <laughs> oh, that's funny. When my man says Joshua, you know it's going down. But real question, Mets or Phillies? you already know the answer to that yeah you know you know the answer for me too let's go ahead and hop into these uh scoops for the night so first up we have our interview with colby he's gonna hop on uh talk a little trade deadline give us some predictions for this upcoming trade deadline next weekend (laughs) welcoming in colby trammell what's up colby gentlemen what's going on what's popping hey hanging out man ready ready for you to drop some knowledge on us right uh we obviously have the, um, you know, the NBA trade deadline coming up, and and I have a feeling that there's going to be some pretty, pretty good trades, you know, potentially some some blockbuster ones. But we had to get we had to get the answers from you, man. You're you're plugged in. You're the, you're the guy that's watching seven NBA games a night, right? Doesn't matter. Um, just don't ever text you about a Mavs game um, until the next day because you record them and watch them late at night. <laughs>
2: Yes, please, please don't do that. And I'm watching the uh, the Golden state uh, Minnesota game as we speak. It's in overtime, 110, 110. All it's right. uh, pretty intense.
0: Is it, Would you say Minnesota is uh,
2: underperforming this year? Absolutely. I mean, I wasn't very high on Minnesota coming into the year just because, I mean, it goes without saying, which is a good segue to the trade deadline. It just. The haul they gave up for Rudy Gobert was just ridiculous and it it threw the market out of whack. Um, but yeah, I mean I think it goes without saying they, they actually were playing a little bit better lately without towns, but now towns are gonna to be coming back and they gotta get rid of D'Angelo Russell. They're yeah, they're a bit of a mess.
0: Well Well, you know what you do in that point. You just continue to be terrible and hopefully you get better at some point. At least you got Anthony Edwards. That
2: dude's just yeah, normally that would be the case, but you gave away all your picks. Yeah, that's a good point. So it's quite the conundrum.
0: You can't do anything. All right, but bre- break it down for us, Kobe. So give us give us some trade predictions for this upcoming trade deadline that I believe is next Thursday, right?
2: Yeah. Well, it's yeah, it, it's Thursday the ninth. Yes. 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 Um, man, it's like we've been talking about on the text and like I said uh, just a minute ago, that whole Gobert thing really messed the market up. I I just don't really understand uh, the value of a lot of the players that are up. I mean, there's like guys that are good players for sure, but they're not superstar guys who are commanding like two and three uh, first round draft picks. And I just, I don't see a lot of teams caving to those. I mean, there are teams that are capable for sure that have the draft picks to do it. I just, I don't know that an Ananobi is worth uh, three first round picks, at least in my opinion, that and the fact that uh, if you look at, let's see, looking at the standings right now, if you look at four through pretty much 12 in the uh, West, it's separated by three games. So when you have that wide a variety of teams available, it just there's too many buyers, not enough sellers. You know,
0: which is going to so, drive the
2: price even more. Well, yeah, I mean, you just and everyone thinks they're in it when in reality it's just it's not the case. It's just a weird year, man. So, um, but I mean, a lot of the trade things that I've been hearing is Jay Crowder's been one, but I mean, he hasn't played all year, so who knows what you're getting? I've heard him linked to Milwaukee a lot. Um, John Collins is on the block again for Atlanta for it seems like every year of his career at this point point. Um, and like we saw in those different headlines that we were talking about today with the Knicks and uh, other teams wanting to get in on Ananobi but a team that I think should get in on Ananobi is Memphis because they have a lot of picks and they're knocking on the door for a championship in my opinion
0: yeah what, what? So, what? What type? What type of player would you describe uh, 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 Ananobi as? Like, what? What do you think is? What do you? Is he, what do you think his ceiling is, and kind of what's his for?
2: Well, I, I, I mean, I think Ananobi could potentially be an All Star type player. I just, again, I, I don't, I don't think what they're commanding for him is something I'd be willing to give up. I mean. I think at most I would do, like, two first-round picks maybe. And also that would just kind of depend on the players you're giving up additionally as well because clearly Toronto is going to want to get everything they can get out of this, right? They're going to want to get picks. They're going to want to get young guys in, for compensation. But that also circles me back to uh, that whole Knicks proposition. I was listening to something uh earlier. They were talking about the Knicks have a lot of picks, but their problem is is the picks that they've gotten have so many protections. That, mm-hmm. Heavily protected. You know, yeah, like when you have protections like that, you know, like it, the ones that you get from the Pistons, like if they're like even top ten protected, who knows when those are going to actually convey to you, you know? Those could keep getting pushed down the line and then eventually – I mean, I don't know the exact structuring, but I know there's certain deals that if a first-round pick doesn't convey in like three years, it ends up being like a second-round pick after a while. So (laughs) who knows when those are going to convey? So I guess it just depends on how much they really think about those first-round picks. But, yeah, the market is just insane right now. Um, I mean, even uh, Sacramento – I saw them trying to get in on uh, Matthias Theibel. I mean, I, I don't really think Matthias Theibel is that great, but he's a good defender and that's what they need. I don't think you're going to see too many big uh, big deals this trade deadline, unless one of those teams I said who actually has the picks uh, bites on that. But I just – I don't think that would be smart. Do you, do you think there's any surprise
0: trade candidates out there that aren't being talked about right now?
2: Um, you know, well, I mean, I think you always have to keep your eye on uh, the Clippers and Golden State, just because I think they have the ammunition in terms of like players that they could send out. Um, I mean, who who was it that I saw was linked to? Uh, I mean, the Clippers are. I've heard them linked to uh, someone like Kyle Lowry or Fred Van VanVleet. Mm. Um which would be interesting for them. They definitely need another ball handler, but probably the biggest team to watch in terms of they could be sending people out is Toronto. They're the ones that hold all the cards. They're kind of in a limbo right now. They don't know whether to sell or if they could salvage their season. There's a lot of turmoil there right now. Uh, It sounds like Nick Nurse could be on his way out. I think his contract is up at the end of this year, and it sounds like there's a lot of just – you know the players not buying into him anymore, which is really odd because I think Nick Nurse is a very quality coach. I mean, it's not too many that are better than him. So if that becomes a fire sale, you're talking about Siakam being on the table, Ananobi, Fred VanVleet, uh, Boucher. I mean, yeah, they're they're probably the number one team to watch.
0: Gotcha. Is there any superstars um, or fringe? We'll we'll say we'll leave it as superstars. Any superstars that could be dealt at the trade deadline out of left field. Hmm.
2: Well, I mean, I guess it just kind of depends. I mean, off the top of my head, thinking about that, probably did, we'd have to go to you, uh, your backyard, Jack. Y- y'all would be the team that I would look at potentially. But then again, I mean, I, I think if a Beal uh, trade is going to happen, that's going to be in the off season. And then also with Kuzma. But at the same time, it sounds like y'all are pretty dead set on trying to bring Kuzma back, which I don't necessarily disagree with. But I think if you bring Kuzma back, you got you to gotta deal uh, Beal in the off season, just because, I mean, I don't think running back uh, KP, Beal, and uh, Kuzma is really getting you anywhere in the East. Do you? No, I don't think so.
1: Um, yeah. I would, I would be completely fine parting ways with Beal. I've had more than enough time. So,
2: yeah, it's it's unfortunate because you know it's we've talked about it before. You look at the size of that contract, and you would you know just assume it's like, man, this guy's definitely like a one. At the very worst, he's a two. But I mean, you've seen plenty of the games. I mean, I think you would agree with the assessment. He's probably more along the lines of a two, probably a three, right?
1: Yeah, no, completely. I think at this stage of his career, he's probably a three. Honestly, on a competing
2: team, he's a three. Yeah, he's a, he's a little too passive for me. During his know? prime,
1: like with Wall, he was a pretty solid number two. Like, I was happy with him. But I, I just don't think he never took that next step. And honestly, I think he's kind of plateaued. He's on the he's on the decline, honestly. I just don't think he's – he's not a good defender. And he's really – you know, his touch really
2: hasn't been that great either. He's so, not as good of a three-point shooter as you'd think. You know? No. I like, think that's the – I think that's like what yeah, people around the league just, think of him. He,
1: he first came in the league. They're like,
2: this is the next Ray Allen. It's like, no, right. absolutely. no, no, definitely not. But yeah, I mean, y'all could have a potential. And I mean, who knows? Cause I think KP's up for an extension too. And he's, he's actually been healthy this year, which is great. I mean, when he's healthy, he's awesome. But right. I mean, there's just a lot of question marks with y'all. And actually another team now that I'm looking at it too, that would be uh, interesting to keep an eye on. And again, they're kind of in that similar, uh, place where they're kind of wondering, well, we're playing better. Uh, Can we actually compete? We have some people to play with, but we also don't control our pick because we traded it in one of the worst trades ever with Orlando is Chicago. They have Levine, DeRozan, and Vucevic, and Caruso that you hear in trade deals all the time. But honestly, I'm not sure what you could get for Vucevic. It seems like a lot of uh, people have soured on him, but – Levine's kind of risky too, coming back from a knee injury. I think you'd want to see more, um, in DeRozan. I mean, you, at the very beginning, you heard him link to the Lakers, but I'm not sure the Lakers have the ammunition to get that done either. So <laughs> I feel like we keep running into the same, uh, situation with all these trade situations, you know, just not really sure if people are going to want to commit the big prices you're going to have to pay. It's going to, it's, it's, it's going to be a fun one. Um, you know, I, I
0: do think my Knicks make a move. When you, what about your uh, What about your Mavs? Do you think there's any action on their front? You guys are You guys are still fighting. You I mean you're You're in the thick of it for the playoffs, like you said. It's very close in the West.
2: But what do you What do you think your Mavs are going to do? Honestly, I mean, I have no good intel. I mean, I I'm looking at it all the time, and I just I hear things, but it's things that like just don't move the needle for me. I mean, yeah. I. Honestly, I I just would rather – if you told me that we came out of the trade deadline and that we traded Christian Wood for basically a late first-round pick, I'd be pretty happy with that. Yeah. Like, I just – I don't see any scenario in which we can trade anybody without having to give up major capital for only an incremental, uh, you know, jump in the standings. I'd rather wait to the offseason when you can – We convey our pick to y'all, and then we get all of our first-round picks back, uh, and then you can make some sort of deal. Because otherwise, I think you're just – it would be a bad decision to touch your first now and then put you in a bigger hole when you could, like, theoretically go and trade for – let's say you made a deal with uh, Detroit and you got Bogdanovich, which is another name to watch out for. But let's say you did that. Are you better in the short term? Yes. But also he's 34. Yeah. And Luka's like window is wide open right now. And then that it just puts you in more cap hell and it ties up more first round picks that you can't trade down the line for a bigger player. So I, I don't really see it happening, but I mean I would love to be surprised. Well, it's gonna be it's gonna be a fun deadline. Before
0: we let you go, I do have to ask you a surprise question. Are you prepared for this, Colby? Nikolai Jokic. Is averaging a 25 point triple double, right? Mind you, he's a center. So my question for you, Colby, is would you rather have Luca or Jokic?
2: Okay. Uh, I apologize because when you asked the question, you broke out a little bit. So could you just repeat that real quick? I heard the Jokic and Luca part at the very end. Okay. there you being, did
0: you really not hear me
2: or you just say that? I I swear to you, I didn't hear I literally heard you at the last second when you were like. Something about a five-point something, and then you said Luka and Jokic.
0: Okay, so so uh, Jokic is averaging a 25-point triple-double as a yeah. center.
2: Mm-hmm. And
0: then my question for you is, who would you rather have, Luka or Jokic? Like for this season or just going forward? No, nope. going forward. You get the option right now. Colby is the GM of the Dallas Mavericks, and, <laughs> and Denver is willing to trade you straight up Jokic for Luka. And you get to choose which player you want for the remainder of their
2: career. Oh, well, I, I mean, I love Jokic, but I wouldn't do that deal. I would keep Luka. It's like a no-brainer for me.
0: Man, that wasn't even a – that wasn't even – Jack, he, he – you flew – I love the – yeah, I mean, Luka's amazing. No, You're and, doing... and
2: here's, the, here's the thing is, like, it's – that's not even, like, a diss at Jokic because Jokic is awesome. He's really good. But at the same time, I'm not, like – they're just so different. Like, it, he makes the team around him so much better. He's a great passer. He's probably—I mean—you could argue—he's the greatest passing big man of all time. Uh, but I just—I don't know. I—I I don't think I would trade anybody uh, for Luca. N- like, I can't think of anybody I would do that for. Like, I used to think maybe honest, but even then, like, I don't think so. Like, if—if if you get into a scenario and there's more to the game than this, but just in this hypothetical, if you need a bucket and it's you're down by one or you're down by two and there's 15 seconds left, who do you trust more than Luca right now to get you that bucket? I, 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 I don't know who that would be. I got somebody for you. What's up?
1: RJ Barrett. <laughs> I knew- oh man. So dumb. Okay. Guy.
2: You know what? Actually I take that all back. I would do a, you know what i wouldn't just do a straight up for rj and luca we'd probably have to send first round picks too
1: since
0: you, hey since you guys are trying to attack rj let me let me let me throw this out there. <laughs> colby does it pain you to watch jalen every every night he's so you good. know what it, he's it, amazing
2: dude it, it it's one of those things where i sit there and uh i think i mentioned this to y'all in the uh, group text too where I questioned whether or not this was uh, worse than the Mavs uh, passing on Steve Nash in 2004 in free agency. I have to say, I, I know Nash went on to win two MVPs. It's, it, it's different, but, man, I don't know. This was a homegrown talent. He just, man, they really screwed that. I, I, feel, I feel good for uh, Jalen. He got his money. He's in a position where he has a bigger role. But man, I I used to be mad at him initially, but now it's just all towards the front office. I just I don't know how you let something like that happen. It it doesn't make any sense. Like, we yeah, I could have matched. We could have given more. Even even go back further when we first drafted him, the fourth year option that would have made him still be with us for an additional year, and even after that, he'd have been restricted like
0: yeah I don't get it, it it's I, I don't know if anyone thought he was gonna be who he's become but he man he is I mean on the defensive end like the off he's he's our best player man he'll be an all-star this year um you know that Luca him and Luca together man
2: it's I don't know it's a it's a t- it's a tough pill to swallow but uh well it's and it's annoying too because like you would think that like if you were just kind of like looking at it from an outside like you didn't pay too much attention to the magicback well, man, Brunson must have had, like, a bad relationship with uh, Luca or something, or he wanted to, like, that wasn't the case at all. Like, they're still really good friends. Like, it, I don't know. It just doesn't make any sense. But, again, I'm, I'm happy for him that he's getting the uh, ability to show the rest of the league what, I mean, <laughs> again, maybe I didn't think he was going to be, like, this good, but I was even saying it to y'all last year. I was like, so what's the difference between Tyrese Maxey, Jordan Poole, and – uh? Brunson, there wasn't one, and you're seeing that now. Like everyone, on Pool and Maxi were getting all the publicity because they played for the Sixers and the Warriors, but Brunson was doing this last year too. Mm-hmm. So it's it's annoying, but y'all got a good one.
0: But, yep it's it's definitely definitely fun to watch him Anything you want to add before we, we let you go, Kobe?
2: Well. Not basketball related, but I'm assuming we're all in unison on who we want to win the Super Bowl, right?
0: Oh yeah, 100. Yeah, percent This is, I mean, let's air, air, uh, Chiefs Nation stand up, <laughs> Chiefs yeah. Kingdom. That's yeah. What yeah, we King. need,
2: we need, we need the best Patty Mahomes uh, performance. Like he just oh, needs Patty's- to go out there and just Kelsey all day. Yeah, Patty's gonna go
0: off. Yeah, Pat, Patty's going to go off. Man, part of me wishes that you guys had beat the 49ers
2: so you guys would have had an opportunity to beat the Eagles. Like, No, that's not... but he, here's the thing. Here's the thing. I, I agree with you, and yes, I would have loved to beat the Niners too, but the problem is is that Pollard broke his leg. It wasn't very likely we were probably going to beat the Eagles the next week either.
1: Yeah. Um,
2: uh, with, so that really hurt when that happened. But... That about. No, and de- no, – yeah, that that's a whole nother issue, which it's funny because uh, I like how this is like spun to NFC East talk now. <laughs> but no, just really quickly, I, I, I love how all the people online are like commenting. It's like, oh, well, it's Sean Payton now. Get McCarthy out of there. Now, is McCarthy perfect? No. But I would also say, I don't think McCarthy was the problem. The problem's under center. Yeah. In my opinion, I think the problem's under center because McCarthy – it, say what you want about the Cowboys. Say what you want about McCarthy. But it's impressive to have two twelve-year or twelve-win seasons in a row. It's yeah. hard to do. Why? Well, so know,
1: you, you know what you know what the key is, right? To to solve your issues. Uh, new quarterback. No, extend Dak. Like Stephen Jones said, extend him. Yeah, more years for so the next. No, Dak, well, we he, he,
2: here's the thing: is yes, he said that, but at, at the same time, uh, Jerry was also like. And we're fully committed to drafting quarterbacks. We should have been doing this years ago. It's like, well, thank you. Like, (laughs) what do you mean you should have been doing this years ago? Like, that's automatic. Like, I wish we could just, like, vote on who our owners are and you could just, like, vote them (laughs) out. (laughs) That would be – No like doubt. it almost like it's like a, a publicly traded company dude. That, like you, you could just vote them out. Yeah.
0: The The problem with something like that is that we would have to go see Jack behind bars because he would do some illegal things to get Dave Snyder voted out.
1: Oh yeah. oh yeah.
0: He would, he would it,
1: replicate w- himself millions of be, times. I would be doing insider trading boys. It, just, would you, would you,
2: would you be storming for uh FedEx field just to, uh, yeah, to get to, him out of there? That'd be huge. That'd be, yeah, absolutely. Every day. What? Well, well, I think honestly though, it just it, it'll probably be a long process. But man, I, I have good uh, as much as it pains me to say this, I have good feelings for y'all. Uh, whenever that sale goes through, because one, y'all are a valuable franchise. Y'all are one that someone's gonna want to get, plenty mm-hmm. a bunch of money because y'all are gonna be expensive. And it, I mean, dude, that's what y'all need. Y'all just need new, fresh ownership. Just hundred percent. He's gotta get out of there. I think
1: we got some I think we got a solid core, bro. If we can get a quarterback figured out, who knows?
2: <laughs> you 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 and everybody else except for uh Cincinnati and uh Kansas City. And, and, and the Giants.
0: Yeah, yeah. Don't yeah. don't <laughs> leave me out of there, Colby. We're, <laughs> yeah. we're
2: set, brother. <laughs> Apparently. Apparently. All right, bro. Hey, hey
0: we, we, appreciate. we appreciate you hopping on, brother. We'll we'll see you, uh we'll have you on in a few weeks to kind of prepare for the playoffs. Hey, yeah,
1: get prepared. Man. Hey, get Hey, get prepared for that RJ Barrett trade, all right?
2: <laughs> well, first off, no one would trade RJ Barrett if they had them, you know, in their right mind. They would not oh trade
1: you have done that. Donovan Mitchell trade and traded RJ Barrett. Listen, guys, I'm not talking about RJ right now. We're
0: we we're I'll talk about RJ next time. You guys got to give me give me give me some time, all right? All right,
2: yeah. RJ RJ sat out a good portion of the fourth quarter last, last night. Yeah, but, yeah. yeah.
1: Josh, what'd you say, Jack? Once he gets traded to his new team, we'll discuss him. He's not getting traded. Relax. They'd be smart to. No. S- send him traded.
2: home Send him home to Toronto. <laughs> yeah, he ain't getting traded. Oh, what if he got traded for OG? Oh, that'd be crazy. I mean, that'd know, be like I, – I mean, I guess depending on what else you had to give up. But, I mean – What if OG
1: became a beast, too? I mean, OG's
2: – OG is uh, – uh, apparently from what Colby said, he's a
0: potential all-star. So, if we – I mean – Yeah, Which is his – RJ Barrett's a potential all-star.
2: Well, yeah,
0: RJ is a potential all- Hey, what year is, is OG? Is this his third or fourth year in the league?
2: Mm, I need to look that up. And
1: which year was RJ a potential all-star? I got to chill. All oh I'm so done with this. Here goes Jack. You, got,
2: <laughs> you know when you get him rolling, it just keeps going. <laughs> yeah, we got to stop. <laughs> So it looks like he's been in the year or in the league for five years. Oh okay. Oh wow. I wouldn't have guessed that. I wouldn't have either. I thought he only meant a couple of years. Maybe he just took a, took a while to bloom. And he's yeah. twenty five, so I mean, it's not like he's like old or anything. But you know. I would not have expected five years. And while uh-huh. we're on it, guess where he went.
0: Um Villanova.
2: Jack. Um. USC. Yeah. He is from the Hoosier State. He went to Indiana.
1: Really interesting.
2: Yeah, I wouldn't have guessed that either. Yeah, yeah. Love, love, uh, love their pants. <laughs> yeah, they actually do have some pretty <laughs> sweet warm-ups. I'll give them that.
0: <laughs> oh, we gotta! I gotta! I gotta see those. I think I think I may have seen them, but Jack, we gotta put those like the pinstripe. There. They're red yeah. and white. They yeah. yeah. look like the uh, Harlem Globetrotters, basically. It's super dope, man. That's awesome. All right, Colby, we'll let you go, and we'll see you on here in a few weeks. All righty, gentlemen. Y'all have a good one. See All you, right. brother. Colby, coming in, dropping some knowledge, preparing us for the trade deadline. Jack, it's going to be a lot of fun. Hopefully, my Knicks make a move. Don't know if your Wizards are going to make a move, but either way, man, basketball season is flying by. Um, Before you know it, uh, the Knicks and the Wizards will be in the playoffs. What do you think about that?
1: Hey. I don't know what I think about that because it hasn't crossed my mind not <laughs> <laughs>
0: All right, let's go ahead and hop into the second scoop of the night. Jack, after this season that we watched, right, just phenomenal quarterback play, I, I need you to answer this question. I'm going to let you take this one too because you are an expert in this. I need you to tell me who will have the best career out of these four quarterbacks. Joe Burrow, Jalen Hurts, Justin Herbert, and Josh Allen. And wait a second. I'm going to throw a curveball. Trevor Lawrence.
1: Mm. Yeah, I think I think my I need, answer...
0: And I need you to rank them.
1: Rank them. Okay. Yeah, five to one on who will have the best career. All right, I'll rank them right now. I'm going to go Jalen Hurts, number five.
0: Oh, <laughs> I love it, man. I love it.
1: I'm going to go Trevor Lawrence, number four.
0: Okay.
1: I'm going to go... Josh Allen, number three. Ooh. Justin Herbert, number two. Cause I think if you get him coaching and you get him better weapons, I think he's a beast and he's just untapped. And I go <laughs> Joe B. Joe Burrow, number one. I think Joe's like proven him proven to me, like he's just he's got something he's got the it factor. Like for him to go into Buffalo and take care of business, then they should have they should have won that game. I feel like we could talk about the Bengals uh, Chiefs game. I mean, there seemed to be some home cooking there, but Joe Burrow, man, he's a baller, man. I think yeah. he's up there. I think he's he, he's a winner, um, and I think he's only going to get better. So, I think that's my that's my ranking. So Joe Joe Burrow's going to be my number one. Justin Herbert only because I think his weapons are kind of weak. They're always hurt. He has coaching's been kind of terrible. Um, Josh Allen, because I think he he's awesome, but he turns the ball over too much for my liking. Uh, Trevor Lawrence might slide into that number three, just depending. Ooh, hot take. Yeah, and then Jalen Hurts. I mean, it's it's a kind of one hit kind of thing. Like, I mean, he was okay last year, and now this year he's taking his team to the Super Bowl. But I think it has more to do with that team. And like, oh yeah, so much talent, dude, on the offense and the defense side, and then the the system that they run. Obviously, it's difficult to, to stop, and Jalen's part of that, but uh, it doesn't hurt to have so many different weapons on the team. So that's my ranking personally. Uh, which, which one would be your number one? So my number one out of
0: all of those quarterbacks right there would be joe burrow i agree with you man i think he has the it factor um you know i think that i think there's a lot of talent i think when you look at two three and four it's not that big of a difference right um i I kind of i kind of tend to agree with with yours maybe flip-flop uh trevor lawrence with Jalen hurts but like like you said i I feel like he has so much talent around him and he could be a one-hit wonder where we're wondering where that player was from when they took him to the super bowl right um so i i believe the tool tool wise Hey, you hear Manning in the background. He's he's having a dream and he's barking. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, whoa, whoa. um uh and I yeah, I think Joe Burrow, he's just that dude, man. Um, you know, what he's able to do under pressure, what he's able to do in, you know, hostile environments. I mean, he honestly could should probably be in the Super Bowl right now, right? Um dude. but he's not, right? So
1: I think I think Joe Burrow's gonna have the best career out of those five right there. But yeah, I think too as long, as, as, long I, as he stays healthy and they protect him. I yeah, mean that's one sure. One concern is the protection he gets from the offensive line, but yeah, I think Joe Burrow is a beast, man, and he's just got the it factor. Yep, absolute stud, man. Even in the games he loses, like the game against the Chiefs, like it wasn't from him no showing. You know, yep. he 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 made plays. I
0: Absolutely, mean. he showed up ready to roll, man. Just uh, yeah, uh, you know, a couple couple things uh made it
1: swing the other way, and now the Chiefs yeah, are back in the Super Bowl he, again. That's honest. He showed up like Josh. On a Saturday when there's a fresh pint on the table and a pizza being ordered, that's how he showed up.
0: Yeah, let's go, baby.
1: Nothing like those Saturday pizzas. (laughs) Boom. Boom. All
0: right, brother. Rolling into scoop three. All right, man. Tom Brady has retired, brother. I think this time it's for real. Let me break down his 23-year NFL career. Seven-time Super Bowl champion. Five-time Super Bowl MVP. Three-time NFL MVP. Six-time All-Pro. 15-time Pro Bowler. Most passing touchdowns ever, most passing yards ever, most wins in NFL history. Played till he's 45 years old. Absolute GOAT. No, no way around it. So, Jack, give me your favorite TB12 moment. I'll kick us off by giving you mine. And it was his comeback against the Atlanta Falcons a few years back, down 28 to 3. Uh, the, the odds of him coming back in that situation are what was probably 1% chance um you know if that right uh so that was my favorite moment uh of tom brady just shocking the world and just showing that he's the goat man greatest of all time greatest to ever do it whatever you want to say but that's mine. what's yours chat? i think
1: mine has to be february 3rd two thousand two. 2002 it was a long time ago brother that's long yeah the very first super bowl of uh the patriots dynasty that's crazy uh, how long ago it was yeah <laughs> I can I can remember like yesterday I was still living in the, in uh, the UK at the time, and obviously that was the season of 9/11, and the Patriots came out instead of like individually they came out as a as a team, and uh, if you remember they won that off a Adam Vinatieri field goal to beat the St. Louis Rams at the time, uh, but to get down there Tom Brady had his first like I- iconic Super Bowl moment of driving his team just and eating you know doing what tom brady does taking the taking the easy passes but it just looked so he looked way beyond his ears uh in a moment like that and it was like i i can remember watching it and being like why can't they stop this guy like and i was i was in Everest. middle school at the time yeah um and like obviously the the legend of tom brady just grew and grew over the years like you Talked about his stats and they sh- they broke it down what it looked like in his 20s and his 30s and his 40s. There's never a drop off with Tom Brady. So, my favorite moment was the very first one, man. Uh, after 9 11, the Patriots winning the Super Bowl, coming out as a team, Tom Brady driving his team down to put him in a position to be able to kick a game winning field goal. That's my uh, that's my favorite favorite moment. I think
0: yeah it's 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 been an absolute pleasure you know watching him play what's even crazier is this is the end of the era for you know kind of the, kind of the big name quarterbacks right we were
1: to like when uh, i graduated from the university of west florida you know end of an era yeah they had they had a cer- uh, ceremony for me and they called it graduation and i walked across yeah. the stage and i did the, the chest bump with the um, some unathletic basketball player. What was his name? Joshua? Uh,
0: yeah, that that was me. They got big league by, uh, you know, one of the professors. They wanted to shake <laughs> your hand. <laughs> That's awesome. We definitely need to put that video on Instagram. I still oh, have I got in it. A... I got it somewhere, dude. I got it, and I still have your uh, college ID too. So let's go. Um, uh, yeah, end of an era. So Eli Manning, Ben Rothersberger, Philip Rivers, Drew Brees, Tom Brady, and Peyton Manning—kind of like that. Those big dudes and. Now none are in the league, man. Those are who we grew up on, right? And now we are yeah. officially old Jack. So it was uh,
1: like those guys like just talk about a uh talk about a just a great era of quarterbacking and NFL. All all those studs, man. Um class acts, just just everything. What are the yeah. odds
0: are what are the odds are little dudes favorite quarterbacks are TikTok superstars as well?
1: <laughs> oh boy. Um odds are probably high. I know that's
0: what I'm thinking, dude.
1: Yeah, the odds are probably high. That's funny. <laughs> we'll have to tell them about the
0: about the old school football, man. So for sure. Um it's right.
1: done back in the day, bro. Right.
0: All right. Hopping into scoop number four. It's a quick, rapid fire, true or false segment. Jack, are you ready? Let's get it. All right. First one. Bears will regret committing to Justin Fields and trading out of the number one pick. True or false? True. True. <laughs> okay. TB-12 will 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 unretire and play for the San Francisco 49ers. True or false?
1: False. He's done.
0: Okay. Aaron Rodgers will be a New York Jet next year. True. Ooh. All right. Sean Payton will fix Russell Wilson. False. Ooh. Andy Dalton will be the starting quarterback for the New Orleans Saints next year. False. Derek Carr. Ooh. And then last but not least, will, uh, Cam Newton will be a Hall of Famer. False. Boom. You crushed it, man. Way to go. <laughs>
1: I appreciate that. Nah, uh, yeah, that, that was fun. True or false? I don't think Sean Payton's going to be able to fix Russ. I think Russ might be cooked himself. Uh, Derek Carr, could see him being a Saints or Jimmy G. Who knows? And then in terms of Cam Newton, although he had a pretty good career, I just don't think he's a first ballot Hall of Famer. Maybe he gets yeah. him, but he never won a Super Bowl, man. Um, And he really fell off, so... <laughs> Uh, I don't. I don't see him as a, a Hall of Famer as a first ballot. Uh, probably going to take a couple of years if he was able to squeeze in there.
0: Yeah, it's um, I it's the, the the one that I have to disagree with you with respectfully is I
1: think the Payne's going to fix Russell Wilson because Why? I've been on. The, what's champagne going to do to fix Russell Wilson? I,
0: I, here's the thing, I, you know, I, I defended Russ this whole year. I, I don't think he's done right. I believe that Sean so is going to. What's him Sean going to do? I mean, just look at what he did with Drew Brees. Drew, okay, Brees, what's your cook, point?
1: Dude. Drew Brees was good. He was a good quarterback with the Chargers.
0: Yeah, well, No, Well, what I'm saying though is I believe I think no, I'm talking about in his later years, right? Drew Brees yeah. was cooked, but he was still putting up stats. I mean, I guess. And I think I think Sean Payton is <laughs> he's a creative offensive mind that's going to it's going to help us get back to work. We'll see though, man, but that that's that's what I think. There's just too many weapons for them not to I, I just think it's going to happen. We'll see. We'll see though, all right? Yeah,
1: I don't. I don't know if I agree with that, dude. I don't. Sean. Sean Payne might be realizing he made a horrible mistake. I when mean, he's I, dude. Like, he's getting paid. What was it, seventeen, twenty million a year? Okay, but I, I get the obviously the financial aspect of it. Yeah, probably not a big mistake. But when they're losing constantly and he ruins a legacy, he might look back on it and be like, "Man, they have no draft picks." That's a good point. Yeah, think about it. What are we doing now? They literally have no draft picks. They gave them all to Seattle yeah. for Russell Wilson, who is washed. Sean Payton ain't going to come in there and be able to fix Russell Wilson's internal clock. Dude's cooked, man. We'll see. Hey, football's – hey, brother, draft is coming up. Can't. My wait. man was about to say football is around the
0: corner. It ain't even Super Bowl yet. Yeah, it'll be here so fast, though. You know how quick it was, <laughs> Bob. Yeah, for sure. All right, brother. Mystery scoop for the night, all right? Okay. Here's the question, Jack, all right? So you, you're Jack McMullen, right? The I world know. is just – everything's falling apart, right? Just stuff okay. everywhere. And you get the opportunity to save the world, okay? You get to choose one superhero. Hey, the superhero is not Josh Stanton, right? Uh, <laughs> I, I'm not with you. It's not the other half of Team Cool Dads, right? You got to save me, brother. I'm trapped somewhere, and I need I need my, my brother to come save me, right? You, you get got to choose one of these 1980s action stars, okay? So I need you to think back to the 1980s when we were kids. We literally were just born, right? Okay. So I'm gonna name them, and I want you to tell me who is gonna be rolling with you to save Big Daddy. All right. All right. First bet. one. First one. Bruce Willis from Die Hard. Okay. Okay. Superman.
1: Yeah. Okay. Well, I can already tell you somebody with superpowers is gonna get chosen before Bruce Willis. Okay. I'm just let me keep going. Robocop. <laughs> okay. Mr. T. Mr. T or Superman?
0: Hold, hold on. Hold on. Mr. T. Um, <laughs> Indiana you you. Jones. Indiana Jones, no. Um, and then last but not least, Rambo.
1: Joshua. <laughs> You're joking, right? <laughs> You're joking, Who's coming right? to save Big Daddy? If you excluded Superman from this, it would have made sense. Superman can fly. It yeah. is. He's the strongest. He's literally stronger than any human. I'm taking Superman with me. And I'll throw in
0: I'll throw in one more to maybe change your we'll mind.
1: We'll legit save you in less than five minutes. I hey we'll 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 throw okay
0: so we'll take out Superman and we'll throw yeah. in Bruce Lee. Oh, I'm gonna
1: have to go Rambo because Rambo's he's about that life. I, yeah, Rambo, I love it, man. I love it, Rambo. Yeah, for sure. But Superman all day, bro. We would save you so fast you wouldn't even have time to be scared. Yeah, unfortunately, hey,
0: he they, Superman had to go save someone else, so you had to choose someone of the other ones. So, <laughs>
1: oh, that's funny. RoboCop Robocop Robo-co- be, be sort of legit too. He had to save Big Germ from a uh, a uh, chicken fillet getting robbed.
0: <laughs> <laughs> There's, it, uh. there never goes a point where we don't talk about Big Germ. We love you, brother. Yeah, he's definitely listening to this on the road. Anyway, hey, any clo- any closing thoughts tonight, Jack? What
1: you got? Just Super Bowl coming in hot. We're we're all fans of uh the Chiefs, obviously, with the NFC East rivalry. We don't want the Eagles to win. So Patrick, do us a solid. Get a get your second Super Bowl. Go ahead and start to uh claim your 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 spot as the next GOAT. Um I think he's got a legacy that's just getting started. So I'm excited to see that game, man.
0: Uh, Same here, man. Uh, I'm super excited. Next week, we have some fun stuff planned. We're going to go deep dive into the Super Bowl matchup. So get prepared for that. Uh, Hey, we appreciate you guys hanging out. And uh, we hope you guys have a great weekend. And we'll see you guys next week. Yes,
1: sir.
2: Closing time. Open all the doors and let you out into the world.